1: I don't know what time it is. I don't know what day it is. If I see Will Allred on my screen, it's supposed to be Friday night at 11. I don't think that that is true. I think that this is about a Tuesday at 1030. Uh, So if you're used to us kicking off your weekend, I am sorry to hit you with an April Fool's joke. This is a a surprise, emergency, and important uh, broadcast. Uh, Friday night, Chris Moses was going to come on with us last week to talk about the. Saturn Effect Alpha Volume 1 was out setting up for a uh, convention, and let's just say that my Wi-Fi at my house is not the best, and whenever you leave the comforts of your home, it doesn't always work, uh, We but we did want to talk about the campaign, so we asked Chris if he could join us uh, on his own, and he was nice enough to do so. Thank you, Chris. Thank
0: you, guys. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, it, it is our pleasure because I did want to get into this campaign uh, a little bit more because, I mean, I'm sci-fi space epic. I'm, you, you had you had me like at the S and the C at sci-fi. Um, <laughs> so I was disappointed we didn't get to do it Friday. We're going to talk about it tonight. Um, uh, first, this, this could be, uh, our, our sponsor tonight could be Milk Stout Nitro. <laughs> I haven't tasted it yet. We're gonna find out. It says to pour hard. Pour hard. It says okay. to pour hard. That is what it says. And that that got us. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna taste it later. And if we love it, we're gonna we're gonna reach out. And uh, if I don't love it, we we probably won't be sponsored by them. I don't know. We're gonna find out together. Um, Chris, at your convention last week, as people were walking by you in 30 seconds or less how did you get them interested in the Saturn effect
0: Well the first thing was standing in front of the table and literally just going up to people and being like hey you like indie comics hey you like indie sci-fi comics Hey, you like sci-fi you like and just and just hitting them constantly like that um, and then uh, me and my friends uh, that are helping me uh, do these cons we uh, have a technique called the Italian waiter where we open up the books, and we show you the the cool pages because this art sells itself because I work with a lot of really amazing and skilled artists.
1: I love the name, the Italian waiter. That's great, you know, like yeah. you want you, you need pepper.
2: You need pepper. <laughs> exactly. That's
1: great. No, that's that is a great idea. Yeah, I there have been people that have come to show and it's like like I'm trying to hand them poison and I'm like, "No, no, it's fine. <laughs> you, you literally can give it back. You don't have to buy this." But look at it, Lena. You know. One, one girl was so uh, like, I just threw it on the ground in front of her and I said, do you mind picking that up for me? She said, yeah. I said, well, now that you have it in your hands, open it up and look at it. And then she looked at me like, you.
0: That's a good one. I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to have use that one. Yeah.
1: I'm 0 for 1 on sales, but I, I think it was still a pretty good, I think it, it, it worked for that. She may come back and buy it at another time.
0: Hey, it's a numbers game. It'll work eventually.
1: All right. So Milk Stout nitro am i gonna have to edit this out of the podcast if i don't like it uh maybe i don't know man <laughs> not bad not bad uh, if you're if you're a guinness if you're a guinness uh, aficionado it it gives you that type of feel so all right uh milk stout people come on Come on, come with some beer. Let's do it.
0: The tart um, glass is definitely a flex. Okay. Yeah, I so,
1: <laughs> all right. I, I've talked about the tart glass before.
0: This is
1: great marketing, really awesome for friends. It might have been my worst business decision in the history of the world. Because, do you know how much, it, how expensive it is to ship these? It is. It's like $10 for the glass and then $30 to ship that $10 glass to you. So it's not really um, the easiest thing to sell in the world. But uh, yeah, my friend bought a new house. He gets two glasses as a housewarming and uh, and he's happy. So uh, yeah. Um, so we're going to try something new. If people have watched this before, I normally kind of, meander through the Kickstarter because we have one creator. I asked Chris if we could do an experiment. I'm going to try to share a uh, a, the Kickstarter page from his screen and let him show us uh, what he wants to show us on the Kickstarter and see how it goes. And if it doesn't go great, awesome. I will uh, I've got it open on my side and we can go through it. So Chris, if you can share that page, there's a button on, on the bottom of your screen that says share that should put it in my uh, backstage. People, this is history. We're trying something new. And we have added it to the stream. There it is. All right, beautiful. The project image jumped off out to me uh, as soon as um, I saw the link. Um, who was the artist on this this project that specifically did the project image?
0: so this is done by francesco Mazzoli and colored by marco Di alessandro they are both the uh artist and colorist respectfully on the book um i'm a big fan of and a, a big proponent of having the main off uh artist and colorist being the ones on your the the images that you are promoting not to say that's a hard fast rule i just let me personally as a consumer i enjoy to know to, to be drawn in and be able to purchase um the, 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 uh, the art that was advertised to me. So, um, right. yeah, so the, uh, that's them. If you like this kind of stuff, the whole book is just dynamic, um, big sci-fi, beautiful work done by Mazzoli and, uh, D'Alessandro. They're also best friends and they've been best friends for a long time. And I think that shows in the art.
1: Oh, that's a great, like, so the one they can hand the baton off a lot more smoothly than people who haven't yeah. met before. Definitely. That's great. I met, um, Oh, my gosh, Greg uh, Capulo at a comic convention, and his inker was in the booth next to him. And he just was, I can't remember the gentleman's name, unfortunately, but he was like, yeah, I, I don't ink unless, I don't draw unless he inks it. Because he knows what that guy is going to do with his lines, and obviously that guy knows how to follow his lead. So it's really great when artists can work as a team like that
0: yes definitely i think uh it it definitely shows when that that level of camaraderie and then just because you can also as as the artist you can pull back some places knowing that um or or push things further um knowing where you can play off the strength of somebody that you've worked with for a long time right but yeah so so, uh this is this is the sound effect alpha volume four it's my fourth kickstarter
1: that's awesome and um, can people catch up on this if they're just hearing about this for the first time?
0: Yes, definitely. So this is actually the collection of Issues 1 through 4. Um, issues 1, 2, and 3 we kickstarted separately. Uh, the first one was, was in uh, 2020. Um, and Issue 2 and Issue 3 alongside a uh, one-shot uh, in, in the universe uh, launched uh, last year in 2021. And now our latest installment, Issue 4, uh, the from the, the image that you're seeing here, we'll scroll down a little bit. Uh, is being collected into this trade, um, the Siren Effect Alpha issues one through four, um, volume one. Uh, and, and yeah, so if you this is the first time you're seeing the Siren Effect, you can jump in and get all 130 plus sci-fi beautiful pages uh, uh, in your in your inbox, or or if you want it on your your stand or your your shelf, we got a we, you can print it out and get a printed version of it, and it, it looks beautiful. And this is the, the cover for uh, issue four um, that is also our project image um, showing our uh, char- main character, Alpha, uh, taking on the astro-modified Zex. So there's a huge, huge, big story, a large universe to explore and to dig deeper into, um, and it, it's right here in one easy package for you to to grab a, if you'd like a new sci-fi world to explore.
1: So your, your logline tells us that the, the solar system is in danger. Um, Can you lead us into what the world was like before this, this danger arrived? And I, I don't want you to spoil, spoil it, but you, you tell us what you want to tell us about what that danger might be
0: so the great thing about the sound effect is it's a it's told from multiple points of view uh through multiple different series um to from multiple points of view of time so uh the sound effect alpha takes place actually two years after a uh, the first issue of my free web comic the siren effect ajax that you can find at www.thesireneffect.com um and so that actually shows you the some of the events that lead up to the, the climate that our main characters, Alpha and Centauri, find themselves in in the Siren Effect Alpha. That's
2: awesome. Quick quick question for you. I mean, yeah. You're doing both uh, a trade and the issue four. I'm, I'm kind of curious for, uh, about the decision to kind of combine those into a single... Uh, Kickstarter because I'm I'm actually getting ready to do my number four for crossover revision and then after that I'm going to do a Kickstarter a separate Kickstarter for our collected edition so I'm I'm curious that uh, uh, did I make a mistake you know because I usually do so
0: <laughs> <laughs> no I don't think there's actually a, um, a like a a better one there's there's pros and cons for both ways right um, the reason why I'm doing them uh, together is because I actually have a couple other projects that I want to kickstart this year Um, And by doing issue four and then uh, volume trade later, uh, I wouldn't have been able to be uh, to fit in the two new titles that we actually have as uh, stretch goals, uh, 10 page previews for um, uh, on this campaign that I'll probably scroll down and show you in a little bit. Um, So to to fit those other projects, I wanted to uh, I had to combine them, but I do think that there's definitely something to doing them separately. You probably uh, you get more time to advertise. That's two campaigns that you're going to be going full full throttle on um, and, you know, gaining traction and gaining impressions and and the like. So uh, and then that's, you know, double the time to raise money and uh, Mm -hmm. and funds for your project. So I think there's definitely pros and cons to both. Um, I was leaning to actually doing that approach by doing just four and then um, Doing the volume, but um fulfilling my previous campaign took just a, a little bit longer um than anticipated. So it kind of pushed back their plans. Uh, and so to to still get out the the work that I wanted to this year, um, we we compressed these two campaigns together. Gotcha. Have you cool. seen
1: a lot of your uh previous backers just grabbing the floppy of issue four? Or uh are they getting both, or are people just moving to the TV uh, the trade paperback what what are you saying
0: so i, I think it's a, it's a healthy uh a healthy amount of both um with any sort of campaign you're going to hopefully be having some returning customers mm-hmm. and then some some new ones you know if you're uh if your marketing funnel is working properly um so uh, it's it seems to be a a nice even amount of both we have we have some return people that will uh, either go for the, the, uh, the standard Alpha 4 cover or this cover that I'm showing right now, which is our exclusive uh, K- Kickstarter variant done by Ricardo Secchi and James O'Freddy. Um, so some people are buying either this exclusive variant or they're buying uh, the, the issue four uh, single if they are returning. Um, but since uh, most campaigns that, uh, that I've run after the first one have had uh, a healthy amount of new people um, there's also a lot of people grabbing um, the volume, uh, and there's also people that have been here since the beginning that have only been bat- backing digitally, and this is the time when they're like, "Hey, I'm gonna um, put in that that extra few dollars to grab um, the physical because now that's collected in one one space. Um, mm-hmm. It's time for me to make that that jump to uh, a more tangible, uh, real world object."
1: Yeah, no, that makes totally, that makes total sense. I have done two comics at once because we had them finished. Um, I've never done like a trade paperback or a collection with a comic, but I, I can see the merits of doing it. I can see the merits of if you have time to do two campaigns, doing them separately as well. But um, at least everybody who comes to your page can get what they need and, and, and go.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I tried to keep the rewards uh, simple um and if you wanted to customize it there's a bunch of add-ons for you to make it exactly how you want um you know some people uh are coming back after um missing a couple campaigns so there's ways for you to customize it and throw it together in a way that you'd like that's nice how did you get your art team together so uh the first book that i made was the sound effect ajax as i said and i made that with an artist named Jacopo Kalisi that i ma- met off of um off of comic comic books collabs on Reddit, and while uh, we were working on the second issue, I had written uh the sound effect Alpha, and I was looking for somebody as like a one shot, and I was mm-hmm. looking for somebody to to draw it, and he recommended me Francesco, uh, and Francesco immediately I was like this guy's amazing, um and we 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 started we started working on it, and he recommended Marco, as I said, they're best friends and and yeah that's that's the rest is history um word of mouth is where i work with a a lot of uh, the artists that i I make books with actually
2: yeah kevin and i joke a lot about you know only good things happen when you meet strangers over the internet (laughs) (laughs) definitely
1: it's true um who do you have a letterer on the book or does the artist take care of that
0: uh, the letter is uh, Reed Hinckley Barnes. He actually letters all my stuff. Um, I'm sh- I'm sure you've probably seen him on a, on a few projects. Uh, he's he's a great guy, and uh, yeah, he's, it's it's awesome to see that he's getting some more a lot of work too.
1: That's great. Yes, that we we uh, we we want to try to sing the praises of the letterers because they don't they get unsung too often. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I've said it many times, haven't said it in a while. If you're a new creator and you're thinking of doing this and you're thinking of saving some money um i believe that dollar for dollar the best value for making your book look professional is a letterer over any other uh, aspect um because people understand that artists are are working and learning people understand that writers are working and learning nobody understands that your lettering balloons are hard to follow because you wanted to save 10 to $20
2: a page. Yeah.
1: So I, it's great that you have, you know, a professional letterer knows what they're doing. Cause the page is actually, even from far away, you, you can tell that they're, they're leading you, you through the story.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, letters are super important. Um, uh, and yeah, if you, if you're not willing to put in the time and the hours to, to become proficient at yourself, then definitely, uh, it's well worth the the money. Um, To really because it's like one of those things where um, good lettering goes unnoticed, but uh, Mm -hmm. bad lettering will definitely ruin the experience for uh, a consumer. Mm -hmm.
1: And the artist on my book, uh, Ludo, he did the lettering for the first three issues because we didn't know any better. And it was only after we hired a letterer to take something off his plate that we realized what we were missing. It was like, (laughs) oh, gosh. So then when we repackaged it, uh, our letterer went in and did issues one, two, and three uh, so that it looked better. And he on his own re-lettered issue four because it was one of his first projects. Mm. And he's like, it doesn't look good enough to me now. So he literally redid (laughs) issue four just to make sure that it still it was his uh his level uh which was above and beyond but that's why you know what yeah dc hopkins is is on my team as long as i can afford dc hopkins
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and god bless you dc if i can't afford you anymore go get your money yeah <laughs> well um this is four issues you have the web comic which i had the banner up. We'll put that back up um the saturneffect.com uh how long would this particular version of the story go if you if if all of your dreams you know were, were lasted is four issues it do you have other arcs
0: so there is just four more issues actually of the saturn effect after these four uh it's two volumes and it uh, the whole story ends uh, or the whole saturn effect story ends uh, in volume two of alpha, which will be hopefully, uh, which we're actually, um, making a lot, very good progress on. We're already completed with issue five, um, and on our way through, uh, into issue six very soon. Um, so, uh, yeah, so there's only four more issues after this and, and then, yeah, the sound effect is over. So, um, I, I went into this project wanting to, it, it was not only just, uh, my first venture into comics, um it's it's a learning exercise but it's also a happy place for all of uh all of the creative um team members um and it's it's also where we're doing exactly what we want to do and that's put out this sci-fi vision that we all have and uh that means that it's that it has to come to an end you know the dream you have to wake up from the dream eventually um mm-hmm. uh the journey comes to an end right so well, and that and that'll be in uh and four more issues. And now we
1: know why well, you have two other projects you want to kickstart. Because you, you, this dream can end, but that doesn't mean other dreams get start, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> very true. Very true. Um, we have a bunch of other stuff coming out from Red Sea Comics, which is my um, creator-owned publisher. Uh, and and yeah, we have. Uh, I'll scroll through. We'll come back to the the team members just to take a quick look at uh, the stretch goals, um, which show off two two other. Uh, properties I'll be coming soon Uh, the Bogart which is a a sci-fi thriller where we follow a black family when they bring home a terrifying alien to take care of their family estate so think get out meets ET and uh, control Z uh, where we follow a uh, moderator to a simulation that humanity has migrated when people start to go missing so think the matrix meets ready player one so we have a we have a some cool stuff coming down uh, down the pipeline uh, and the artist uh, on the Bogart uh, is Brian Escura, and the color is uh, Marissa Louise from DC Comics. And then okay. uh, Control Z, we have uh, Ricardo Secchi, uh who did the variant cover for the exclusive variant cover for this campaign, and uh, Marcos Martins. Um, so we have a lot of cool stuff coming down uh, the pipeline. Um, and yeah, so uh, like you said, the this dream is ending, but there there are other dreams coming um, and are ongoing. And we have a bunch of stuff that we want to get through here at the Red Sea as you can see as I'm scrolling right now we got a bunch of team members um, this is just everyone that uh, participated in this campaign there are a few other people that um, that I appreciate and uh, if they're watching this uh, you'll definitely get your shout outs when uh, when we're putting up your work and um, and yeah the Red Sea is growing and we got a mission to put out some awesome stuff and some cool books and and, and yeah we're gonna do that
1: So you you said that you were at the the convention and that it went really well. Was this your first convention, your first convention since, you know, the 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 craziness that created? Mm -hmm. Or are you a weekend warrior at these things?
0: So it's not my first convention. It's my it's it's my second convention as a tabling. My first convention was actually uh, last year at New York Comic Con. So Mm -hmm. uh, that was definitely a trial by fire. you know, having an event, and even at last, even with a half or reduced um, capacity, it was still over a hundred thousand people over the four days. So um, it was, it was definitely um, an, a little bit of an ordeal, but it was great. I honestly loved it. Um, and so this co- Comic Con was actually in Brooklyn, and it was definitely smaller than uh, New York Comic Con. I think this is the third year that they're running it, um, but they had a really awesome, awesome crowd that. Um, was very surprisingly into comics i feel like a lot of times you can go to some of these conventions and um it could be a, a little bit of a tough sell to sell your indie comics because more people are there for maybe anime things or marvel movies or 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 more pop media type uh um consumer goods where uh this this audience was really comics heavy which was really awesome so anyone in the new york area next year definitely make sure to head over to brooklyn comic-con make sure to apply uh, if you want a table or exhibit, because uh, they had a they had a really um, good crowd for uh, the indie space.
1: We got we we got one of our regulars, Ignatio, How are you, buddy? He asks, "Is that the voice of the great Chris Moses talking with Kevin?" <laughs> I, I I believe if it if it isn't, uh, I've been fooled. Uh, yeah. yeah, buddy. <laughs> you know chris chris reached out and we were like well if he knows ignacio then of course we're going to get him on Um, uh right no i actually (laughs) didn't know that but he was definitely going to get the the yes either way but after the fact i realized we made a good choice if he knows ignacio
0: yeah ignacio is the editor or one of the editors on breakneck fantasy anthology which i have a i had a short in oh uh, sweet
1: well then you are not a first timer on this show we've had your work um on explain yourself we're just uh will and i can't remember our own names after the show on a friday <laughs> right. night so i certainly wasn't going to remember that so i apologize right. no, it's but okay. super excited about uh popping that open and reading it i had um anthony stokes who just finished his campaign for the decay mm-hmm. um at uh, twitter uh messaged me hey did you get your book yet and i i haven't answered them yet because the truthful answer is um, I'm d- running a campaign right. so when I'm running a campaign my Kickstarter packages come into my home and go on a pile in the box and aren't opened <laughs> yeah. so I don't know if I got it back here or not so I could
2: have breakneck mm-hmm. at home I, I I'm here but I haven't opened it yet if it's if I it's, think I got um, mine so I, I bet you have it I just I completely understand uh because then you know, in Kickstarter mode, <laughs> it's, it's a very long tunnel uh, that you have to go through, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, you know, it's, I, I uh, you know, people say it's like a second job. I think it's, I think it's like a second job with a third hobby. I don't, you know, it's kind of <laughs> like, it's, it's kind of all in but it's fun as long as you're like making progress it's fun you know there are days today I had um I started a countdown because we're within three backers to 250 and then you know my one of one of our readers and and someone who's become a friend you know just tweeted me immediately you're down to two and I got excited and I said yeah we're down to two and I was reading for one and then I looked at it we we're back down to three because somebody had to cancel so <laughs> <laughs> two steps forward one step back is still one step forward right
0: that's right yes definitely <laughs>
1: So, um, how many days do you have left on this one?
0: So we have fourteen days left in the campaign. Uh, we end, I believe, on the 29th of June. Uh, so just two more weeks. We're in the middle of, uh, you know, the quote-unquote Kickstarter slump, but mm-hmm. I feel like we're this is actually uh, our our best uh, quote-unquote Kickstarter slump yet. So oh great, uh, yeah. we're we're chugging along and uh, and yeah, just two more weeks. So. Um, uh if you if you love sci-fi definitely get in get in here before before it's too late
1: no absolutely pull it off of the screen and get the uh the address back up there so do you prefer writing in sci-fi or do you write in because you know know yeah, one was one was the matrix uh this mm. is a space epic is sci-fi where you like to live
0: uh, so I definitely love sci-fi I, I do want to say though that any any story I feel like we're like living in the future right now I was saying this earlier I mean it's 2022 we have like computers in our pockets um, you know it's everything is kind of sci-fi you know so um, but yeah I definitely like uh, I, I like to start my my story building process off of like uh, cool concepts or um, you know, talking about something in maybe an allegorical way so a uh, cool way to do that either either to do it through a past lens or even or future lens um but yeah i also took a sci-fi class in college um you know that's that's where sort of my all my nyu money went to was uh reading sci-fi books obviously hey my, um, wife, my wife's
1: nyu go violets so. oh yeah
0: yeah, oh, awesome awesome um <laughs> one of us yeah. is
1: smart <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um but but yeah, so I, I, I do I do really love sci-fi, but I also like noirs. as I was scrolling through the campaign, you may have seen uh, my my title, Soma City, um, which is which we we follow uh, a contact tracer as he tries to clean up his home, uh, tries to clean up his city during the transition to a new mayor, and that's a a story that's kind of like Osmosis Jones. So everybody in that story is a a, a microbe of some kind, like okay. uh, a bacteria, a a uh, a virus, a human body cell um but yeah so everything sort of even that sort of has a sci-fi bend the sci-fi tint to it um i, I i'm I, I just like sci-fi but as i said i did write for a breakneck so i do have a, some fantasy in there um and, and you know who who knows what could come out from from chris moses in the future uh fantasy, have a fantasy request... and
1: in sci-fi are are, are cousins yeah. they're cousins yeah. their they're, yeah. they're cousins are good along
0: yeah they're they're definitely cousins they're 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 very close cousins
1: I live in fantasy, but I love to, I, as a writer, I live in fantasy, but as a, a reader, I, 60% fantasy, 40% sci-fi. I'm not smart enough to know real science, so I got to do crazy make ups so that's why I live <laughs> in fantasy.
0: Yeah, I like, um, I really like big concepts or like the theoretical stuff in science, but I'm not necessarily a science wizard myself, so um, uh, yeah, definitely the, the cross between where sci-fi and fantasy meet is... Is definitely a great place to to operate in.
1: I was asking one of my smartest friends. I had read a little bit about how there is evidence that we are in a simulation, mm-hmm. that 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 we really are in a simulation, like the the Matrix. And there is theoretical evidence that that is happening. And I, he's this is my smartest friend. I, you know, like you know, computer science. Just he's just brilliant. And he goes, yeah, I was talking to my friend about that. Now, all the stuff he was talking about is way above my level, and I said, okay, stop right there. If you, if it's above your level, I'm not going <laughs> to do it at all. But he's like, yeah, it's just it's just something on on the on on the sides of the universe just says that it could be, and I was like, all right, good enough for me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what Uh, difference would it make if we were in a simulation or not? It's
1: it's 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 this you're living your life either way. Um, Yeah, the steak tastes like steak, I guess. (laughs) 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 Well, I promised you a nice short evening and it is 11. Um, Definitely you want to give another uh, another elevator pitch on the book or if there is anything else you want to talk about the campaign be our guest but i i did promise you i was only going to take a half hour of your time on a on a weeknight
0: okay awesome so uh first i would say anyone that's backing the campaign or thinking about backing the campaign also think about uh grabbing our ad on the siren effect helena which is a really awesome one shot in the universe that is a is a great addition uh to any um sci-fi binge uh night that you want to have and and it's also a really great way to jump into the siren effect and yeah, the sound effect Alpha. We follow the uh, twins, or not twin siblings, but we follow siblings Alpha and Centauri as they try and free their home, the Titan colonies, from the Earth Empire. So, if you like stories like Star Wars or The Expanse, well, this is the gr- the perfect sci-fi epic for you.
1: Dude. All right, Chris, uh, man, I'm in. I'm going to, uh, you know what? We joke about the explain yourself bump it. You're going to get it. Cause I'm going to add Helena. I didn't add Helena yet. So <laughs> that's happening. Okay. I'm getting Helena. I'm going to have a sci-fi night. I don't promise to open your package uh, for months <laughs> or years,
0: but I will read it one night and uh, have a great one. Yeah. So, I, I appreciate that. And hopefully you send me a message and you're like, wow, what? Tell me more. Explain yourself. <laughs>
1: Well, anytime, anytime you can make it for one of these new projects, uh, the Boggart, or uh, what was the, what was the other one coming? Control Z. Control Z. uh, When you're ready to launch, you give Will or I a message and we'll, we'll get
0: you back on. Most definitely. I really appreciate it, guys.
1: All right. I uh, appreciate it. Everybody go by, if you drink, by Milk Stout Nitro. Tell them you got it from Explain Yourself. They are going to give you a very confused look because they don't know what we're talking about. But hey, th-
2: this is how things happen. All right. Oh, before we head out, though, oh. one last thing. Uh, oh, yeah. I want to do a, an official, because we're so official here. Yes. An yeah. official Explain Yourself uh, shout out to uh, our our friend, uh, Kat Calamia who was just named to the uh, Kickstarter community advisory council, which is a, in my opinion, a big honking deal to use a technical term. So congrats, <laughs> Kat. That's, that's amazing. It's, and uh, you're going to help make Kickstarter better, even better it, than it, it is it now. It
1: may be a big deal, but they did a better job by getting somebody like Kat involved. Kat is on Twitter uh, at Comic Uno. Uh, absolutely great person, runs awesome Kickstarters. Uh in tandem with her buddy uh phil falco uh they run their own books but they run them together um and they they do a fabulous job um well ignacio it was it was nice of you to come on a tuesday night uh we're happy to give you this surprise uh we don't know when we will or won't do it but um basically my kid is not in camp yet so i don't have to wake up at seven o'clock so i can do one of these midweek ones but when she's in camp and i gotta get up at seven o'clock i can't promise this old man can can do it in the middle of the week but who knows thank you for everybody for stopping by shawnee thank you for shop uh stopping by ignacio thank you our and chris thank you again
0: thank you guys
2: good night everyone good night